Hey, everybody, you're listening to Norman Robertson's Faith Journey Podcast, the show that's filled with life-changing biblical truth for people everywhere who want to be grounded in the Word of God and become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. On the topic of facing death and the afterlife, God has given every true believer a glorious promise in Psalm 116, verse 15. From the Message Bible, it says, When they arrive at the gates of death, God welcomes those who love Him. Wow! What a tremendous scripture that is. When a Christian dies, it is the gateway to glory. Death is a graduation for every true believer that marks his entrance into paradise to be at home with the Lord. The evangelist D.L. Moody, on his deathbed, on December 22, 1899, said these wonderful words, Earth is receding. Heaven is opening. The angels are now here. This is my coronation day, and I'm going home. That's how a Christian should die. The Bible says in Psalm 23, verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Since the dawn of history, the subject of death and the afterlife has been the great question of human existence. It's a topic that everyone wonders about. When you ask most people about life after death and what is on the other side, no one really knows for sure is the answer they will often give. And for billions of people, the afterlife is shrouded in mystery. What lies beyond the grave is the great unknown. But it doesn't have to be. If you just open the pages of the Bible and read what God has to say about it, there is a massive difference between misguided cultural beliefs and truly biblical answers. In today's show, we're going to unveil the truth about the afterlife and what happens when a Christian dies. So get ready to listen and learn, because big questions deserve good answers. I recently heard a story about a doctor who visited a young executive. The doctor grimly announced, I've examined your reports. There's bad news and there's worse news. The executive replied, okay, go ahead. Give me the bad news first. The doctor said, we've looked at your tests and you only have 48 hours to live. Stunned, the young man exclaimed, well, what could be worse than that? What's the worst news? The doctor quietly replied, We've been trying to reach you since yesterday. <laughs> of course, that story is only funny if you're not the young man. The sobering truth is the death rate in America, and the rest of the world for that matter, is 100%. Death is the number one killer, and it will claim each of us unless the rapture comes first. Death has been called the great equalizer, it knows no age limits, no partiality. It visits people of all backgrounds, of all colors, and all religions. The honest truth is, we are all marching towards the cemetery. Death is not the end of life, but the continuation of it in another place of your choosing. God has prepared only two places where you can spend eternity, either in heaven or in hell. There is no such bogus place as purgatory and there are no second chances for salvation beyond the grave. Jeremiah chapter 8, verse 20 contains one of the saddest statements in the whole Bible. It says, The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and we are not saved. The grave is not the end. 
For those who don't know Christ, death is a calamity, eternity in hell. For the Christian, death holds no fear. It is a glorious hope, the hope of heaven. When a Christian dies, they leave their body behind to enter the grave, awaiting the future resurrection. But their spirit and soul immediately enters heaven and will be with the Lord forever. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8 says, We are confident that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Death is not a cause for dread or uncertainty for the born-again believer. In fact, Jesus himself personally guaranteed in John chapter 14, verses 1 through 3, that after death, we would live with him in heaven forever. Not long before his death, Billy Graham said these amazing words. Someday, you will read or hear that Billy Graham is dead. Don't you believe a word of it? The truth is, I shall be more alive than I am right now. I will just have changed my address. I will have gone into the presence of my God in heaven. For every true believer, death is simply a relocation. It means you will have changed your address and leaving this earth behind you will be ushered by the holy angels instantly into the presence of God in heaven. What happens when a Christian dies? Grab your pen and write down these three big truths. Number one, the Bible says as Christians, we have an eternal hope because our death is precious to God. Revelation chapter 14 verse 13 says, Blessed are the dead who die in the Lord, that they may rest from their labors and their works follow them. Psalm 116 verse 15 says, Precious in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Number two, the Bible says for a Christian, death is a departure, a passageway into the next life. The Apostle Paul declared in Philippians 1 verse 23, I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far. Number three, the Bible says for a Christian, death is a joyful homecoming. The Living Bible in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 8 says, We are not afraid, but are quite content to die, for then we will be at home with the Lord. Life's great discovery is that you can make sure of heaven today by trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. What about you? Are you 100% sure that if you were to die today, you would go to heaven? The Bible informs us that every human being has an appointment with death. No one has the guarantee of another day or hour. We never know when we'll be swept into eternity by a car wreck, a heart attack, a natural disaster, or some freak accident. There's a sobering scripture in Hebrews 9 verse 27 that says, It is appointed for men to die once, and after that, to face judgment. Everyone dies. And then comes the judgment. Sixty seconds after you die, where will you be? Thousands of people will die today, and most won't see it coming. They woke up this morning, showered, dressed, grabbed a cup of coffee, and dashed out the door, never dreaming they were leaving their doorstep for the final time. Can you say with confidence that you are ready to meet the Lord, or are you in danger of waiting a day too long? Have you surrendered your life to Christ, or is your attitude like so many people who say, someday I'll get saved, just not now? 
God promises us in Romans 10, verse 13, that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. No matter who you are or what you've done, God wants everyone to join Him in heaven. There is only one requirement. You need to seek His forgiveness before you leave this world. If you repent of your sin and trust Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says you will be saved and be ready to enjoy eternity with the Lord in heaven. The Bible uses the word now to express the tremendous urgency of salvation. In Acts 17, verse 30, the Bible says, God now commands all people everywhere to repent. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 1, verse 18, the Bible says, Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. In 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 2, the Holy Spirit, through the Apostle Paul, urges us, the right time is now. Today is the day of salvation. I hope and pray that you aren't putting it off and waiting too long to be saved. Let today be a real turning point for you. Let today be your day of salvation. Go ahead and make sure by praying this prayer along with me right now. Dear Lord, I know that I am a sinner and that there is nothing that I can do to save myself. Today I call upon you for forgiveness and salvation by putting my trust in Jesus Christ as the one who took all of my sins on the cross when he died for me and rose from the dead. I choose right now to invite Jesus into my life to be my Lord and Savior. And I thank you for your saving grace and the gift of eternal life. Amen. That's all for today's show, folks. Thanks for listening to Norman Robertson's Faith Journey Podcast. Next week, we have a dynamic show lined up that's going to equip you to live an overcoming life of victory in Christ. So be sure to tune in. If you enjoyed this show, I'd like to encourage you to share Faith Journey Podcast with others. Tell your friends and family about this podcast as we reach out with the unchanging Word of God to an ever-changing world. Thanks for sharing. Until next time, God bless you.